It's the January 26, 2018 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Hespar. And as always, Deputy Chief of Staff to the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy, Mueller, the fake news dog. Yeah, Mueller. Nice gig, Mueller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what that means? He has access to the good stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. (laughs) Coming up, smog drones, morons, solar panels, OxyContin, and more. But first, would you call a camel beautiful, Mike? Um, yes, I would. You would? Yes. One of God's creations? Thank you. And so are you, Mike. Yes, thank but you. But I, I wouldn't call you beautiful. Well, thank you. I mean, there are probably some aspects of you that are beautiful. <laughs> you don't, I'm not you don't really them. believe that, so I'm just going <laughs> to... Twelve camels. Twelve uh, yes, camels. Yes. Twelve, Twelve of them Twelve. were disqualified from Saudi Arabia's annual camel beauty pageant after receiving Botox injections to make their luscious lips look more alluring. Ooh. Yeah. This year's pageant has been mired in scandal because of a new reward of $5 million in prize money for each category, including fastest camel, <laughs> milkiest camel. <laughs> Did you say milfiest camel? M- milkiest. Oh, okay. okay Milky. Uh, Milk comes milky. out okay, of I their you said something else. Yeah. You know, at least the female ones. Yeah. Biggest hump. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, and most beautiful. Most beautiful. Mm. Well, there you go. Many a camel has been led down the road to ruin trying to get that prize of the most beautiful. I'll Let me say, just say that. Yeah. A dozen more camels yes. were banned after a vet was caught performing plastic surgery on them. <laughs> oh, my God. A prescription medication made from marijuana might be approved by the Food and Drug Administration this summer. The advance will be a huge step forward for people with epilepsy, which this drug treats. So that's great. That's fantastic. What they found in the test is about 41% of the people didn't have seizures after they had some of this cannabinoid. In the Philippines, more than 75,000 people were forced to flee their homes as Mount Mayon erupted, spewing lava and debris for miles. Yeah. It's one of those things we forget about volcanoes. Like it seems for many years, except for Mount St. Helens here in the United yeah. States, just volcanoes really, what are they? Nah. Yeah. And that just seems like a, a cool thing to see when you're in Hawaii. Yeah. But it they do like actually- Dinosaurs, can, you know? Yeah. Like, you think, ah, yeah, they, yeah. that was way back then. But you get an eruption. This could be catastrophic. In Brazil, an appeals court upheld the conviction of former President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva for corruption, a setback to the popular left-wing leader's bid to run in Brazil's upcoming presidential election. Yes. He's a liberal guy. Yeah, he was a liberal guy, and that was a right-wing coup. Yeah, that and took that's over. how he got yeah. booted out. Yep. He served as president from yes. 2003 to 2011 and is currently leading in the polls in the country. He called this a politically motivated move it was uh, they wanted him out all those corrupt brazilian politicians now leading the country he said this move however makes him want to run even more oh, by the way this whole corruption case rested on him accepting an apartment yeah. as a bribe which he never lived in 
actually, it's, there's evidence to support that he didn't even know about it. Well, it's unfortunate that yeah. a, a person who is a popular leader of a country yeah. is not in power, whereas in this country we have somebody who's unpopular. <laughs> in Switzerland, thousands... Can I say that? Yes, you can. Yeah. In not... Switzerland, thousands of citizens took to the streets of Zurich to protest against the World Economic Forum in Davos and Trump's planned visit there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, a new report by Oxfam says global economic inequality widened last year with 82% of all wealth created going to the richest 1%. 82% to the richest 1%. And in contrast, the poorer half of the entire world's population received zero new wealth. I know. We've become a little bit numb to these numbers, but these have real consequences on people. Yeah. The, the fact that the wealth that's being created is going to very, very few people, and it's not going to everyone else. Real and consequences like death. Like death, like disease. like diseases, like all kinds of other things. And also, at the end like of the day— Like getting angry. Very much so. And like that's picking where I was up pitchforks. Yes, like, like becoming social very, very unrest. militant in social unrest. Don't blame us. That's right. The report also says 2017 saw the biggest increase in billionaires in history. Well, that's because the standard of being a billionaire, you used to be a millionaire, and that right. was a big deal. Now right. it's a billionaire, but right. nevertheless. That's still. It ain't good. There, I think there's a billionaire created every other day now in the, in the world, yeah. according yeah. to those statistics. Uh, that's right, Mother. Created, in, they become, I should say. Yes. Created. I created them. They're yes. popped out of a vagina yeah, into they're, a they're, top hat. You're a billionaire. Look at that. In Africa, protesters staged nationwide demonstrations in the Democratic Republic of the Congo demanding the resignation of President Joseph Kabila, whose term officially ended in December 2016. Hello, Mr. <laughs> Kabila. Who is he trying to fool here? At least six people were killed during a military crackdown against protesters. While speaking during his visit in Israel, yes. President Mike Suckup Pence yes. said the new U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem will open by the end of 2019. That's right. Palestinian leaders boycotted Pence's visit and citizens launched a general strike across the Israeli-occupied West Bank. Yeah, and by the way, Trump also said that this is now off the table for negotiations. Yeah, it's going to happen. That's, yeah, it's going to happen. They've accelerated. Initially, it was going to be three or four years before. There was some thought that, well, maybe when President Trump is impeached or yeah. voted out of office, then we can put an end to this madness. But they're trying to accelerate it. Yeah. Yeah, what is it? He doesn't like it either. I don't blame him. Germany says it's halting weapons sales to Saudi Arabia and anyone else involved in the devastating ongoing war in Yemen. Yeah. Human rights groups are calling on the U.S., Britain, and France to stop selling arms to Saudi Arabia, which has been accused of committing war crimes. And yet we remain their ally. Their staunchest every president, ally, yes. Every president, every president. is walked hand in hand with those literally war criminals. News from Balmy Countries is brought to you by the military-industrial complex, where killing is not just an idea, it's a business. In the northern Syrian city of Afrin, Turkey is continuing its bombing and ground offensive against the U.S.-backed Kurdish forces who control the region. The U.N. says the Turkish offensive has killed at least 24 civilians and displaced more than 5,000 people since Saturday. Yeah. We're not talking about last year. Wow. We're talking since Saturday, wow. 24 dead civilians, 5,000 people had a 
get the heck out of there. The bombing comes after the U.S. announced plans to provide military backing for thousands of Syrian Kurdish fighters to form a security force along the border with Turkey. Turkey's accused the Syrian Kurds of being terrorists. Yes. So this is a very sticky situation over there. This might be the hottest place in the world right now. Nathan, I was just going to remind our listeners, I know you'll probably remember, uh-huh. years ago, literally years ago, we talked about this as the tripwire, as the sort of linchpin. In, if you want real chaos in the Middle East, if that's what you're looking for, let's get Turkey involved in a ground war in Syria and what should be Kurdistan, yeah. I'll, I'll say, and that's what you're going to get. You're going to get complete breakdown of a lot of different alliances and all kinds of different bad things will happen. Yeah. I sound like Trump when I say that. And this is starting to happen now. Yeah. Think of it geopolitically. Go to a map, look at that region, and start reading the names of, of what's surrounding Turkey, where these violent repercussions could go to. Exactly We're right. talking into Pakistan. Right. We're talking Afghanistan. That right. whole area could We're also talking explode. into Greece, the former Soviet republics. All kinds of things can happen here. In addition to the fact, the Kurds have been our strongest ally in fighting against the so-called al-Qaeda and ISIS. Yeah. Meanwhile, the U.S.-led coalition claims it killed more than 150 ISIS fighters in airstrikes in Syria's southeastern province of Derizor. And in Libya, a double car bombing at a mosque in the city of Benghazi killed at least 33 people. The first bomb hit as worshippers were leaving evening prayers. The second bomb hit only minutes later as first responders arrived. In Afghanistan, ISIS claimed responsibility for an attack on the offices of the organization Save the Children. It's a charity Mm -hmm. in the eastern city of Jalalabad. Mm -hmm. At least two people were killed in the attack and a dozen more were wounded. As a result, Save the Children says it's leaving Afghanistan. They're being targeted now, which is... One of the finest organizations in the world for what they do. And at least 18 people were killed in a 14-hour siege at the Intercontinental Hotel in Kabul. The Taliban claimed responsibility. (laughs) If this news outrages you, may I recommend a donation to KUCI-FM to lift your spirits. Just go to Mm KUCI.org. That's how we stay on air with your donations. You can use PayPal. You can write a check. Just give us a call. I think it's a smashing idea. Yeah. Yes. Climb <laughs> right in there, Mahler. Can only mean one thing, Mike. It's time for Drones in the News, brought to you by Mahler's Drone Club and people like you, Tom. Tom, our good engineer. Yeah, he here, is our fine, fine man, too. So hard for yes. everyone at the station. Yeah, that's true. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Pakistan condemned a suspected U.S. drone strike that targeted an Afghan refugee camp inside northwestern Pakistan. Pakistani officials say the drone killed two alleged militants with the Taliban-linked Haqqani network. One of the men was killed as he was taking a shower. Now, they reported this. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if I should say it. You know it's going to be in a film pretty soon. Yeah. That's why I hate films. (laughs) Because everything boils down to what you see. Yeah. There was some guy sitting in what? Las Vegas? Yes, probably. Operating the drone. Operating the drone. Watching this poor slug take a shower. Right. And, (laughs) yeah, exactly. There was probably a round of applause. Look at this, dude. In the station, yeah. In Poland, 
Authorities have begun using a drone equipped with sensors that can detect illegal air pollutants and map the location of where the pollutants were spewed into the air. Good. Yeah, the southern mining city of Katowice has become the testing ground for the smog drone. Good. We should get some of those around here. We could. We should get a fleet of those around here. Yeah. How's that? And the Teamsters Union stated its strong disapproval of UPS using drones for package deliveries. The Teamsters are adamant on hiring an additional 10,000 employees to the UPS workforce, as well as stopping late-night deliveries. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get my Sonos. (laughs) I want to get it today. I don't want to wait till tomorrow. But these poor guys, literally, they're working overtime. They're rushing around trying to to make their deadlines on all these deliveries. So they don't need extra pressure in order to do that. Yeah. It would be nice to hire some more people and get the job done instead of always trying to cut your costs so your stockholders will get more at the end of the year. And and also, I mean, this idea, we just keep trying to eliminate people from the workforce, which I understand the technologies involved are evolving and you can't stop progress in some ways. But what happens when there aren't any jobs? A quarter of a million UPS employees will be affected by the final agreement resulting from these talks, which comes to a close in July. Mm -hmm. So we should find out what's going on there. I'm betting it'll go well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mahler. Yeah, Mahler. Bring it here, boy. Bring it here. Come on, Mahler. Ah, ah, Give it. Yeah. Ah. That was fun. He loves that toy. He does love that toy. And, you know, I'm always afraid because he has taken a chunk out of me when I've I've reached for that toy. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of hostility that we need to work through with he and I. Yeah, we don't yeah do it, I, I think so too. Yeah, 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 we do. Yeah, I know there is. Yeah, I know, Mueller. He'll work I know. with I've you. I've said some things. I, I apologize for it. Here at home, hundreds of thousands of women took to the streets across the U.S. last Saturday to Get mark out. the first anniversary of last year's Women's March protesting Trump's inauguration. Yeah. Men were involved too. Yes, yes there were. There were a lot there of men, men out there. But the women, that was their day. It was. It's yeah. a women's or march. They, they, should have, they should have a year. I think they should I'm just going to give up everything. They can have it all. Every day is Women's yeah. Day. And, and you know what? Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Trump tweeted that the marchers were celebrating the economic growth of the upper class. Is that what he said? Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What he said. Well, he didn't put it that way, but that's essentially what he said. Well, yeah. because that's because what they'll the say on Fox economic News. numbers we yes, have. Well, the economic it. numbers we have are benefiting the upper class. Yes, they are. And also, the, the strength in the economy has a lot to do with the economy that Barack Obama left behind. Uh, meanwhile, the Department of Justice dismissed charges against 129 citizens who were facing the possibility of decades in prison for protesting at Trump's Inauguration Day Disrupt J20 event on January 20th last year. D- thus, the yeah. J20, J20 and the Disrupt. Gotcha. However, 59 protesters, yeah. 59 of them are still facing multiple felony charges and up to 60 years, yeah. six zero years in prison for protesting. Right. Obviously, Who else gets that kind of obviously time? Obviously, it would be nice to know exactly what they're charged with. However, this is patently unfair and excessive. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at Facebook.com slash KUCI 88.9 on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com on Twitter at KUCI FM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University, KUCI 88.9 FM. Mm. Mm. The Senate voted to end the government shutdown 
After Democratic lawmakers bailed on the demand that any spending deal include a resolution on DACA, what? it's a short-term deal. Right, three it's weeks. What, yeah, it, February 8th, it's up again. Yeah. So we could see another shutdown. Yes, And you right. don't have to redeal with, with DACA. Right. Meanwhile, according to White House officials, Trump's new immigration proposal to Congress will include a path to citizenship for an estimated 1.8 million young undocumented immigrants, more than twice the number of DREAMers who were enrolled in a deferred action program Trump terminated last fall. Trump's plan also includes a $25 billion trust fund for a border wall and additional security upgrades on both the southwest and northern U.S. borders. Yeah, that's how the $25 billion corruption fund yeah. that will be doled out to contractors who play ball with the Trump campaign. Yeah. That's what that is. Trump will also propose significant curbs to legal immigration channels, restricting the ability of U.S. citizens to petition for visas for spouses and children and ending categories for parents and siblings. Yeah. So this isn't all good news about Trump. <clears throat> I don't know if we'll see any of it come no. to pass because Congress is... Well, they were already the Fox crowd. They were screaming bloody murder yeah. about any pathway to uh, citizenship for yeah. anybody in this. It's, it's just like kind of a cynical ploy on Trump's part. He is not a leader. No. He may be a front man, yes. but he is not a exactly. leader. And he's not even that good of a front man because yeah. it's all about him. <laughs> A group of mayors canceled a planned meeting with Trump at the White House after the Trump administration again threatened to cut off police funding to sanctuary cities. Meanwhile, eight activists with the humanitarian group No More Deaths were charged with federal crimes for leaving water and food in the harsh Sonoran Desert to help refugees and migrants survive the potentially deadly journey across the U.S. border. Mm -hmm. By the way, the immigration, illegal and otherwise, into this country has diminished very dramatically over the years. In fact, there is now an, an exodus. There's this whole big lie going on about this massive amount of illegal immigration. On the other side of it as well, companies continue to seek the cheapest labor they can find, and that includes like slaughterhouses. All, a lot of these businesses are right on the border. They do attract people to come to this country illegally if that's the way you want to say it, in order to work in their factories and yeah. work on their slaughterhouses. So there's just so much dishonesty in this conversation. There should be some way around this to, yeah. to figure out what to do at a border when we're drawing people in, getting them to work, right. and yet punishing them for doing it. Right. And it would also help to have trade agreements with Mexico that benefited Mexican people so they didn't seek employment outside of their own country. At a surprise briefing... Trump claimed he's looking forward to answering questions under oath as part of special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into Trump's Russian ties. Yeah. There's been no collusion whatsoever. Everybody agrees. There's no obstruction whatsoever, and I'm looking forward to it whatsoever. <laughs> One of Trump's lawyers, yeah. Ty Cobb, yeah. You remember him, right? I do. Yeah. Did, isn't he, wasn't he the racist who tried to spike people when he slid into, into yeah, the yeah. base? He, yeah, he held the uh, yeah. record until Maury Wills. Until uh, Maury Wills. He did. Yeah, that's record. true. He yeah. did. That's right. Maury Wills, yeah. what was that, 1963, I believe it was. Yeah, I believe you're Maury right. Maury Wills sold 104 bases. That's right. And he was getting all these racist letters. That's right. Because he was... Calling them horrible names because he was beating a racist. He was going to overturn the yeah. record of a racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I know. Uh, it's awesome. Where do these mole people come from <laughs> I don't anyway? Know. 
One of Trump's lawyers, Ty Cobb, quickly tried to walk back Trump's promise, saying that he'd answer all these questions of Mueller, uh, saying Trump was speaking hurriedly. Nah, (laughs) he's just stupid. He wasn't speaking speaking hurriedly. Hurriedly. (laughs) And that Trump will be guided by the advice of his personal counsel. (laughs) When does that happen? (laughs) Mueller's investigation revealed that Trump ordered the firing last June of Mueller, but ultimately backed down after the lead White House counsel, Donald F. McGahn II, threatened to resign rather than carry out the directive. That's pretty big news. Yeah, came out yesterday about this. I know, and you have to remember, too, that Trump, another lawyer, John Dowd, and Kellyanne Conway all denied Trump ever considered firing Mueller in August. Mueller was appointed in May. Yeah. And in June, he was considering uh, firing Firing him. him. So, And And in August, everybody was saying, oh, he didn't consider firing him. No, would never do that. (laughs) (laughs) Only because his attorney threatened to quit is the reason it didn't happen. Yeah. That's it. It would have happened. Today, Trump called the aborted firing fake news. Is that right? Yes. It's fake news. At some point, when are we just going to stop? Turn the channel. Yeah. I think getting rid of Trump will happen when everybody turns their TV off. Yeah. Because I think the TV networks in some ways love this, and it keeps him alive. It keeps this whole nonsense going. Yeah, it's almost like we've gone into the reality. Well, we have gone into reality TV president. That's right. It's not scripted. Nobody thinks anything out. You just blurt out things that will get people to watch. That's right. And that's the way reality TV works. There's there's no considered plot. There's no considered purpose or goal. No. It's just a bunch of crap. (laughs) The formula is... What's on next week's episode? There's all these teaser kind of stories. What's a, he going to do? Yeah. Is he crazy? Is he demented? Is he a liar? The Republican Party. I'm talking about Devin Nunes. I'm talking about Charles Grassley, the senator. Uh-huh. I'm talking about a lot of these guys who do know what's going on, who have a clear understanding. They've seen the intelligence. They know what's going on. At what point does Mueller or someone consider an obstruction of justice investigation into these people? Oh, it's coming. If we're investigating Trump for obstructing justice and all these people know what he's doing, that feels like an obstruction of the justice. The dominoes will fall. Mike. Okay, good. Good to hear. Meanwhile, the Justice Department recovered previously missing text messages exchanged. This is the other Jefferson Beauregard yeah. Sessions yeah. the third That's right. Justice Department. Yes. Recovered previously missing text messages exchanged by two FBI officials yeah. who are now at the center of a Republican diversion by proving some FBI agents think Trump is a moron. Yeah. That's really yeah. what they're trying and to they prove. And they cherry-picked the information yeah. and strung it together so that it looks like there was some deep state FBI conspiracy to undermine and yeah. destroy Trump. Investigators uncoded five months of e-communications between yeah. Peter Strzok, a counterintelligence agent, and bureau lawyer Lisa Page. Right. Both Strzok and Page were assigned to the Russia inquiry, and both thought Trump was an ignorant buffoon, right. which he is. <laughs> Strzok has already been removed from Mueller's staff. Page he, has already returned to her normal duties at the FBI. Yeah, immediately now, re- removed, Yeah, immediately. By the way. I'd like to see Trump do that. What about Flynn? Yeah. They kept Flynn, what, for a month and a half? Right. It just sounds like these FBI agents were being honest. They were venting and they were yeah, honest. Because and, Trump, the first thing he right. does in the first week, he goes to the FBI headquarters it, yeah. and he degrades the FBI right, in right. front of a wall that's right. dedicated to FBI agents who have been killed in the line of duty. Right. And by the way, if you were investigating the Trump campaign going back to May of 
2016, would you not be horrified about what was taking place with the Russians' involvement in our election and Trump's denial of those involvements? Well, if you were patriotic, you certainly would yeah, be upset. Yeah, I would think so. A number of Republican lawmakers suggested that one message between Strzok and Page reveals a secret society yeah. of FBI officials clandestinely plotting against Trump. But it appears the message's reference to a secret society was a joke. It's probably a bunch of people who were very depressed about having the cover for an asinine president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Attorney General Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III became the first member of Trump's cabinet to be questioned as part of Mueller's probe, which is not only investigating the Trump campaign ties to Russia, but also whether Trump tried to obstruct the Russian investigation yeah, as president. The Senate confirmed multi-millionaire banker Jerome Powell to replace Federal Reserve multi-millionaire chairwoman Janet Yellen. Mm -hmm. Powell is a former partner at the Carlyle Group, which is a major investor in military contractors, as well as telecommunications, fossil fuel, financial services, and Dick Cheney. Yes. Powell's confirmation marks the first time in 40 years that someone who is not an economist is leading the Federal Reserve. The last was George Miller under President Carter. I'm starting to think that maybe one of the first acts of Jerome Powell when he starts his tenure at yeah. the Federal Reserve yeah. should be to tell Trump that the U.S. Treasury isn't part of Trump's personal fortune. By the way, all those all those different uh, economic entities you mentioned, most of them extract wealth instead of creating wealth. Yeah. A new study by Americans for Tax Fairness finds the Koch brothers could save as much as $1.4 billion on income taxes each year from Trump's tax overhaul, yeah. which was passed in December. The Koch brothers lobbied heavily to pass the tax cuts. They are already among the richest people in the world, each of them worth over $50 billion. Hashtag Walmart. <laughs> Trump imposed steep tariffs on imports of solar panels and energy cells. This is disgusting. It is. This 30% tariff is a major blow to the renewable energy industry and comes as Trump moves to boost the fossil fuel industry, Cold. loosening environmental restrictions and moving to open up new public waters for offshore drilling. Yeah. Trump also announced tariffs on imports of some washing machines. The move will piss off China and other nations who make solar panels and washing machines. Plus, it's going to hurt the environmental industry here in the States. It's, just... it's worse than even Reagan taking the solar panels off the White House. Taylor Wayneth, a 24-year-old Trump campaign worker who rose rapidly to a senior post in the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy, will step down by the end of the month because he's a stooge. He's a stooge, Mahler. <laughs> yeah. Wayneth, who graduated from college in 2016, had no job experience, no job experience other than Trump campaign worker when he was appointed to deputy chief of staff to the office which is the National Drug Control Policy Office, that is responsible for coordinating anti-drug initiatives at 16 federal agencies and addressing the opioid epidemic. That's unbelievable. No experience. And again, this is considered by many experts to be the most daunting challenge the United States has in terms of public health going. It has become a scourge in many parts of the country, most sadly in regions of the country who have very little resources to battle against it at a time when the Purdue drug company is making money hand over fist on Oxycontin. 
Speaking of Oxy, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio said the city is suing major pharmaceutical manufacturers Thank and you. distributors over the opioid crisis. Uh-huh. Among the companies being sued is Purdue Pharma, the maker of OxyContin. The opioid crisis killed 64,000 Americans in 2016. Meanwhile, photographer Nan Golden, who is a recovered opioid addict, launched the campaign shaming the secretive Sackler family, which owns Purdue Pharma, over the profiteering off of the opioid crisis. I don't know how they live with themselves, she said recently, and the shaming worked. Elizabeth. Sackler of the hillbilly heroin drug dealing family (laughs) threw her support behind Golden's campaign. You can sign uh, Golden's petition, shaming the Sackler family, at change.org. Search term Sackler. (laughs) That's true. I would advise going there if if you're inclined to. Pennsylvania State Supreme Court ruled Pennsylvania's congressional district map is unconstitutional, unfairly benefiting the Republican Party. The court banned the map from being used in this year's midterm elections and demanded a new map be made by February 15th. Pennsylvania Republican lawmakers have vowed to appeal the ruling. That's a pretty big story, Nathan Callahan. That is. Well, hopefully it'll carry over to a lot more states and we'll get this whole gerrymandering thing cleared up, but it's going to be a long painful journey it's a good start yeah in kentucky two high school students were killed and 18 more were wounded after a 15 year old boy walked into marshall county high school with a handgun if you're interested in helping prevent actions like these go to bradycampaign.org in oklahoma the bodies of five oil workers were found after an explosion at a gas well about 100 miles south of tulsa cause of the explosion is unknown but the company has a record of Deadly explosions yeah. at their plants. <laughs> yes, they do. Longtime USA gymnastics team doctor Larry Nasser was sentenced up to 175 years in prison for sexually assaulting and abusing more than 160 young female athletes, including Olympic gold medal winners. I don't know why they put that in there. I mean, it's people. They're people. It's people. Yeah. But. Anyway, under the guise of providing medical treatment, more than 160 women testified at Nasser's sentencing hearing. The chairman of USA Gymnastics and several board members resigned during the trial. The president of Michigan State University, Luanna Simon, also resigned. Nasser worked at Michigan State from 1997 to 2016. The university has been criticized for failing to investigate the accusations of the abuse, which has been going on for years. They've been saying this has happened to us. Nobody looked into it. The head of the U.S. Olympic Committee and many of the sexual assault survivors are now calling on all USA Gymnastics directors to resign in the wake of the worst sexual abuse scandal in U.S. sports history. Meanwhile, Fox Sports is ignoring the story. Through an executive order, Montana Governor Steve Bullock came down on the side of net neutrality, declaring that any Internet service provider with a state government contract cannot block or charge for faster delivery of websites to any customer in the state. The action, the first of its kind by a governor, could face legal challenges. Puerto Rico's governor says he's moving to privatize the Puerto Rico Electric Power Authority, known as PREPA, 
Prepa faced widespread criticism after Hurricane Maria destroyed the island's power grid, and Prepa's then-director signed a $300 million contract with a tiny Montana company linked to Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke. Zinke. This sounds like a setup. You have them fail, yeah. and now you want to privatize right. the island's public utility, yes. which is a horrible idea. Yes, it's Just a horrible idea. By the idea. way, that's one of the largest private utility companies in the world. It is. In Michigan, authorities arrested a 19-year-old white man, Brian Geisimer, after he reportedly called CNN's headquarters nearly two dozen times using racial slurs and threatening to murder workers. He was released only hours later, released on bail, despite the fact he admitted to also making threatening calls to a Michigan Islamic center only a few months ago. Hashtag white privilege. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, if you to follow through on these attempts yeah, against yeah, CNN, yeah. would Trump be guilty of inciting violence? Yeah, yeah. Journalists at the Los Angeles Times voted overwhelmingly to unionize. Yeah. They're demanding equal pay for women and people of color, lower health insurance premiums, and better salaries. Yeah, well, good luck to them. And finally, Trump and First Lady Melania asked to borrow a Van Gogh painting from the Guggenheim Museum. Oh. They wanted a Van Gogh. Yes. Instead, the Guggenheim offered the Trumps a solid gold toilet from its collection. <laughs> we are sorry not to be able to accommodate your original request, but remain hopeful that this special offer may be of interest. <laughs> Curator Nancy Spector wrote in an email to the White House, the 18-carat fully functioning toilet was used as a temporary interactive exhibit in one of the museum's bathrooms. That's awesome. It's titled America and has been described as satire mocking excessive wealth. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.